Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Heffernan. Welcome to another episode of Chewing It. I'm half of Steve Lemmy. Thanks for joining us. Let's get a few things out of the way before we get to the episode, though, right? we got some business to take care of. Lemmy and I are going back on the road. It's been a long time, almost a year since we've done shows, and uh, we've been doing some other stuff, but now it's time to get back out there. So uh, we're going to start in San Diego. That's the one I can announce now. December 10th, 11th, and 12th, we're going to be at the American Comedy Company in San Diego. Love that club. Awesome club. Great audiences. Great room. The American Comedy Company. December 10th, 11th, 12th. And come to San Diego if you're in Southern California. Come say hi, have a beer with us. So that's it. That's the that's the our show plug. Now uh, we also should thank our sponsor DraftKings.com for sponsoring this week's episode of Chewing It. Boy, it's been a while since I talked about fantasy football with you guys, right? I mean, your season long fantasy football team may be going strong, but you don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to test every week this season at DraftKings.com. America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. With one-week fantasy, there are no season-long commitments. You got an injured player? Yeah. Luckily, uh, I got Drew Brees coming back into his own. I was able to pick up D'Angelo Williams, who filled in all right for Le'Veon Bell. But uh, there are so many injuries, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Every weekend, somebody goes down. Now it's Andrew Luck's down. But you don't have to worry about that with DraftKings.com. It's a new season every week. So you're never stuck with the same players, never stuck with those injured players. Get this, DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week this season. That means you could turn your love of football into the payday of a lifetime. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. Believe you me, you've never experienced football like this before. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code CHEW, C-H-E-W, play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's $1 million fantasy football contest, where first place takes home hundred grand. Wow. Enter C-H-E-W for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. All right, everybody, that's the business. Uh, now let's get to the fun. Enjoy. Um... What's up? What's up? How's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. What are you chewing on? Fast food. Really? Yeah. I'm going the other direction. I think. What? What are you eating? So I'm trying to get healthy again. I exercised today for the first time. You did since uh, since I've been actually the second time since I've been back. Okay. I've been exercising. I just you know I haven't eaten great. I'm still recuperating from uh, from the whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's that's. I feel like I have since I've come back. I've been not regimented. I'm like, I'm just going to write and just like, you know, like that first weekend back, I, I think I told you, I ate McDonald's twice and Taco Bell once. Yeah. And I haven't been b- that bad since then. Yeah. I, th- I actually don't think I've eaten fast food since then, which is why I'm eating fast food right now. Right. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. Like once you get on it, you're like, man, one more day of just eating like shit. Yeah. It is bad. I also, like, I hurt my back on our shoot. Yeah, now how did and, you do uh, that? I don't know. I don't know if it was like uh, part of the shoot or just like slept on it wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah, I have a bad back, you know. 
Yeah. And it's one of those things where you could like... Do you think stress contributes to that? I don't think so. I'm not a stress guy. Right. I think like, uh, uh, you know, like you could sneeze wrong. Sure. And it knocks your disc out of whack. And then once your disc gets out of whack, it throws the rest of the equilibrium of your body off. Yeah. And then I just and then I just keep re-injuring myself. Right. Like I I uh, I thought I was feeling better, and then um, I went to uh, my kids had this uh, party this weekend. Okay. Like their soccer team, they got together, they had a little party because yeah. end of the year party. Yeah. And for fun, all it was uh, kids against the parents, and it was like a huge game of dodgeball. No oh, motherfucker. And I'm a great dodgeball player. Are you, Queen? Like I'm a great dodgeball player. Okay. Okay. And so I got all excited to get out there. Forgetting kind of like my, that, my back has been a little wonky, and yeah. you know I had to go see the the, the doctor to get some like anti-inflammatories because my back is sure, so sure. So you were caught up in the momentum, but I got caught up in the momentum, and the first throw I had, I felt something go, <laughs> and then I threw it, and then someone threw at me, and it was one of those you know you catch the ball, they're out, right? Sure. So I. It was a little out of my reach, and I laid out for it. Like, I went full steam and laid out, like, horizontal. Okay. And I feel like it was one of those moments where, like, you're in slow motion, and you're, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. And which is weird, because I feel like I've never seen you off the ground, but keep right. going. Well, I'm, I'm sure you didn't get much off the ground. You're probably, like, an inch off the ground? Yeah. But it's like, it's like, what? Like, in the middle of you, are like, why the fuck did I sure. do this? As you feel the third item pop in your This in is not going to end well. And so I laid out, and I hit the ground, and my wrist bent back and I, like I smashed my like mom's pubis <laughs> and like I felt something pop in my hip god you smashed your mom's pu- your mom's pubis on yeah. the ground yeah and I hurt my back ouch and on top of it I hurt my back again i will say that like a a banged up mom's pubis is no fun whatsoever a banged up mom's pubis is an odd <laughs> thing cuz like it's like getting hit in the nuts but like that weird Nausea doesn't subside like it usually does. Like you know, you hit the nuts and you get that nausea. It lasts for like a day, and it get, it goes away eventually. But this mons pubis uh, wound that that doesn't go away. Are you still wounded? I am still wounded. Do you go? Don't you go to your wife and and be like, "Will you kiss it and make it better?" <laughs> no, you know? or you're in too much pain to do that. No, no, too much pain. Uh, but anyway, so I I, I had a problem, you know. Okay, I, so I, you, I keep getting injured here. So your back is stop. fucked up. Your mom's yeah. pubis is fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I hurt my wrist. I hurt my hip. You hurt your <laughs> your mom's pubis. All for a, do- a game of dodgeball. I didn't know that about you. That you were like an excellent dodgeball. I'm player. a great dodgeball player. Tell me what you're like. Uh, you know, it's it, you can throw well. You catch really well. Or you're I throw well. Like I have a great like no look throw. Oh, you do a little fakey throw. Yeah, because that's that's really key. You know, it's like you look in the other direction and then whip it. You know. In the other direction, sure. I'm I'm really good at that. Okay, and I'm good at catching the ball when and, they, someone throws it at me. And what kind of dodgeball do you play? Do you play free dodgeball or do you play like you know two halves? We did two halves. Okay, yeah, and that's what we usually do. Play in the driveway with the kids or whatever. But, yeah, but uh, I'm a I was, fucking I was great all excited. Are you good? I'm I was good, and then that, that's a problem. Like I got hurt on the first play, and then I I I limped off, and mm. I stood to the side. And my kids were so into the game, they didn't realize that I got hurt. And they just started getting mad that I wasn't in the game. Right. It's like, Dad, you're the only parent not in the game. Oh, I'm man. like, I'll be there in a second. I keep thinking about you, Queen, because, uh, you know, it's all the news now. Gwen Stefani and uh, and Blake Shelton are a, a, all right. they're a couple now. What happened to uh, to your boy? My boy. What's his name? Gavin Rossdale. Gavin Rossdale. I guess they're out. Oh, 
I guess she, didn't, sad. she saw him at that picnic uh, make that joke at you, and she's like, Gavin, honey, that's not cool. Don't make fun of fat people. Yeah. In America, we don't make fun of fat people. Yeah. You may, that may be good in England. God damn it. But on this side of the pond. God. Should I tell the story? I mean, are we, is it? You can tell it. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, is it the kind of thing we're referencing a story that people don't know what we're talking about? Tell a story. Real quick. Uh, tell it real it was quick. several years ago, many years ago. And uh, my kid happened to be in the same class with uh, the kid of uh, Heidi Klum and Seal, who were together at the time also. Oh, that's sad, too. Yeah. They were together, and uh, they, were, you know, they were in the same classroom. And so it was one of the deals where they had a, a birthday little, party. Little baby Seal. He was just learning to, yeah. to honk the... Well, the, the, the daughter was in my one daughter's class, and the son was in my other. So one of them had a birthday party and you know they do the thing where they you know they do it now it's like you invite the whole class you know that's what you have to do yeah. and so uh, we all went to Heidi Klum's house for um, yeah. for this big birthday party it was a big spread and trampolines and they had a big catered thing like you know outside like big barbecue thing going on and um anyway to make a, a short story long i uh, uh it came time for them to cut the cake and uh, uh, I told my family, they're all sitting at a table. I was like, I'll go get the cake for everybody. I'll get everybody a piece of cake. Yeah. And so I walked over to the cake table, and I picked up like five pieces of cake. Mm-hmm. And I realized I had a shitload of cake in my hand. Yeah. And as I did, I looked up, and standing across the table from me was Gavin Rostow, uh-huh. lead singer of Bush, yeah. husband of Gwen Stefani, mm-hmm. who was a, 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 a guest at the party. Yeah. And uh, we made eye contact. And he smiled, and I said to him, uh, they're not all for me. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he goes, sure they're not, mate. With a little wink? Yeah. Sure they're not, mate. And then, and then he laughed, and then I laughed, and then I walked away. Sure. And then we looked over at Gwen Stefani, who was just shaking her head. Again. Yeah. What did you say to that man? Don't make fun of a fat guy like that. Was Gwen Stefani as beautiful in person? Very pretty. I think she was just coming off a of pregnancy, or she was pregnant. Okay. So she was larger. Okay. Okay. Um, but, um, but, uh, oh, so you're telling me that they're broken up now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, she and Blake Sad. Shelton are a, are a thing. It's been all over. Do we the, like Blake Shelton? What's the deal the with internet? that guy? Uh, I like Blake Shelton. Okay. I mean, I'm not a country music guy, you know, right. like, I, I think he got cheated on by, uh, Aww. little Marley, whatever her name, what's Aww. his name? Miranda Lambert. Um. She cheated on him. Did she? Yeah, she was, bo- like, she, her opening act. Uh-huh. Country singer guy. Yeah. They were doing a little something. Whoa. Or more than a little something. They're doing a little honky tonk. They really were. They really were. <laughs> By the way, you know, I was, I was making the joke about the little baby seal uh, honking the horns. Yeah. Do you know what those horns are called? Uh, no. Like those ball ho- horns? Yeah. What? They're called klaxon horns. Klaxon horns? Yeah. That's crazy. Just found that out. Huh. Klaxon horns. Okay. Anyway, did a little piece of trivia. Sounds like a, like a space thing. I like was, aliens. Well... We, the klaxon race. We're going to get into that. Queen. We're going to get into that. That's a whole. There's a little footnote there, but we're going to talk about it. Okay. That. All right. Um, but uh, okay. So anyway, so that's a terrific uh, Gavin Rostell. Um, that's my Gavin Rostell. So you're happy for Gwen, or you're sad for Gwen? Well, you know, I I, I hate to see uh, parents with kil- kids split up. You know, I think that's always hard. I'm sad. You know, I didn't realize. Like in the story, you're going to tell it. It's like all the couples involved are all, are divorced now. Like why? I know Heidi Klum and Seal. Gavin think, and uh, whatever. What is it? Is it egos? Is it celebrity? Like tour the tour schedule? I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it's the work schedule. Do you think it's uh, on the road, bro? You know, I talked to my dad about it. He's he's like, yeah, I don't understand these people who do. You know, he's like, it's it's far braver to try to work things out and stay together. Like that's healthier for the kids than just divorcing. Yeah, 
I think a lot of people do that. But, you know, I guess that's true. But you know what? If it's a toxic relationship, man. Sure. It's hard. Sure. You only live once, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you can stomach it, yeah, it's a good thing. But if you can't stomach it, what are you going to do? I wonder, like... That's me with no morals. Listen to me. I know, jeez. A happily married man for yeah, many years. Yeah, coming from a happily married family, married to a woman from a happily married family. That's right. So... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge. Is what it comes down to. Hey, man. You know what, bro? That's the that's the coolest thing of all. Thanks, bro. man. I mean, if you know, I, I I can't claim to know what's going on in your life, dude. You're just you know. Look, everybody puts on. Everybody's got the secret <laughs> agenda. Everybody sure. puts on airs. Sure, man. You know, I'm not gonna pretend to know. I don't know. I'm worried about my own family. All right. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um. So your mom's pubis hurts. My mom's pubis hurts. I feel like I'm still recuperating from our shoot. Uh, and I didn't even do any stunts. Yeah. You did all the stunts. I did some stunts. You did a lot of stunts. I did a lot of stunts. I got a lot of good pictures of you doing stunts, so I can't reveal them. To, no, you to can't. To America. I had, uh, I mean, after the movie comes out, you know, we can talk about some of these stunts. Yeah. There was one, one I can stunt. reveal my pictures that I have. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it, but like. I know. Here you go. But the Here stunt. Here you go. I'll just be vague about it. Here you go. The stunt included a lot of pain, potentially. Yeah. And it was a situation where some glass too, maybe some glass. Okay, I can I can say that. You can say that. Yeah, but the, you know, but ultimately the point that that it was, yeah. There's a couple of you know, if I the more I do this, the more it's going to hurt. Okay, and so I'm just going to do it once, once, one take, and I don't care how much it hurts. Just sure. get it over. Just with. sell it. Yeah. Which is what I did, and you did. Is that the one that we talked? We're thinking about. You did the one take. Thing? I did the one take. Great. Yeah, that's great. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, and and the thing is, like, all of us, it's we're perfectionists, and obviously, yeah. you're making a movie. You can't settle for anything less than what is the right thing. And and a lot of times, you're like, let's just get another one for safety. But like, I was proud and excited by the fact that like it, we actually did get it in one take. We did, and the reaction was phenomenal. It was like one of those deals where I'm at Video Village. There's a lot of people there. They're watching it, and everyone reacted big. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. It's one of those things where you sit there and you're like, you know what? Even the shittiest movies that they make, yeah, they have this moment in the making of that movie. Sure. People are standing around Video Village, and someone does something like, this is fucking great. This movie's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then a lot of times it's not that great of a movie. <laughs> so what you're saying is Super Troopers 2 is still going to suck. What I'm saying is yeah. uh, that moment was so great oh. that I hope... That it translates in the movie uh, 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 how great it was. Well, then. Because sometimes it doesn't, you get something lost in translation. You know? No, for sure, for sure. And the nice thing about it was there are, you know, a film term for uh, people, for the true crew, uh, there's something called a controlled accident, mm-hmm. which is, uh, it's actually uncontrolled, but it's. Uh, so it's an uncontrolled accident. It's when something happens that you didn't expect. Right. You know, if you're taking a shot and like all of a sudden like, you know, magnificent birds fly by and that wasn't in the shop. But you're like, oh, my God, that's fucking amazing. Right. In this case, something else happened that we were actually going to we were hoping to deal with later, but it actually naturally happened. Right. And uh, which was a nice surprise for all of us. Sure. Speaking in the vaguest of terms. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, Chew Crew, you just have another year you to find suck out it up. You'll, you'll see it someday. Don't, Don't worry, worry about, about it. it. Don't worry about it's it. It's in the can, though. But yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't hurt at all. No, it's great. I, I've, I've been logging footage, and it's a it's a great moment. Which is funny because, uh, and this this actually I can talk about. Like, yeah, the our stunt coordinator is a guy named Scott Rogers. Yep, 
who was uh, one of the stunt guys. We should have Scott Rogers on the podcast. We really should. Yeah, okay. He was uh, one of the stunt guys, not the head stunt uh, guy on Dukes of Hazard, but one of the stunt drivers. He was actually driving the the truck yeah. in the opening scene of Dukes of Hazard, the cold right. open, where I, it's me and um, the actor whose name is... Barry Corbin. Barry Corbin. Thank you, Kevin mm-hmm. Heffernan, Encyclopedia Brown. You're welcome. Um, but where I'm sitting outside of the truck, right. shooting at the generally with a shotgun, sure. and while we were shooting the movie on one of the takes, he lost the control of the truck. Oh boy, he's pissed off me right now. Yeah, he is. Be careful. He, but we crashed. We crashed. He the, got a little too close to a tree. So it comes uh, to he got extremely close to yeah. a tree. In fact, right. so close that it totaled the car. <laughs> and uh, luckily, I mean, I was harnessed in. Yeah. Luckily, it was on the other side of the tree, of the car, right? Uh, for me. But uh, I was harnessed in. I did not go flying out of the truck or anything. I did bang forward and, like, knock my knees and, and hurt right. my ribs. Right. But uh, that was something that he... This was going to be the first time that I was seeing him since the Dukes of Hazard. Right. And uh, the word had made it to me that he was very nervous to see me. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, you know, like, we don't appreciate that kind of thing, but it's like, he's a professional. Super professional. I mean, he does major, major movies. Major, major motion yeah. pictures. And for him, that's like... You One know, after like, the other. Huh? One after the other. One after the other. Yeah. This is one of the top guys. Yeah. And they don't, and, and any any small error, they do not like it. Obviously, yeah. there's there's little margin for error in their business. And so that's something that he clearly had been thinking about. Yep. And when he knew he was going to see me. And so, you know, I was put up to uh, go up to him and be like, not. Like, he was worried that, like, I was mad at him. Right. And so, you know, <laughs> we had a little classic. But not super worried. Probably. Yeah, not too worried. He's, he was probably. He falls bad. into that traditional stuntman thing where you're just a pussy. Yeah. And he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? You know what, though? Yeah. He did come up to me. He and my stunt double came up to me after the stunt that I did. And yeah. they're like, they're like, dude, we have to tell you, like, we're impressed. Yeah. They're like, you got it on the first fucking take. Drilled it. Yeah. And they're right. like, you could be a stuntman. I was like, I might be a stuntman. Yeah. And they were like, "You're a little too old, actually." You end up with a back like like my back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, you're all you're all soft talking today, Kev. <laughs> little mumbly, Kev. I'm trying to get you know I'm on medication, so I'm trying to you know, yeah try to get through it all. What medication are you on? Painkillers? No, no, Pain like uh, anti-inflammatory. Okay. For my back. Okay. Amongst other things, get all the fucking nerves. My neck. It's all, it's all oh, crazy. Dude. So you're you're just in a bad way. I'm Tough. I'm getting through it. I'm going to get through it. Tough to write stand-up comedy like that. It is. It's hard to be funny like that. It really is. But I'm trying. You should do a routine. Use it for a routine. Anybody have a bad back around here? I was thinking about that. There, there's a lot of funny bad back stories I have. I mean, like a lot of funny elements to it. So I might. I might use it. I might work craft it. Okay. Because that's what we're doing now. We're writing. We got writing. We got to write. Because we have a show coming up in December. I know. I know. <laughs> we have to write an entire new show. We do. But it's going to be fucking great. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I can't wait. We I'm always glad. have great shows at the American Comedy Company. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm psyched. Yeah. Uh, I guess we well I have to do the ad anyway, but uh, I don't have the ad yet, so okay, I'll put that in front. But I, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, I can't. We haven't toured once this year, and uh, it was because Super Troopers two really fucked us up. We kept thinking we were going to shoot. Well, we had the pilot. We had the pilot that we shot for TBS the first yeah. two three months of the year. Yeah, and then Super Troopers uh, in yoga campaign took a couple months, and then the shooting of the thing took a couple months. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get back on the road. No, I do too. I, I am too. I, I, uh, I. Uh, I'm curious to try some new material. Yeah. Although, you know, stand-up comedy-wise, this is always like, it's hard to write uh, new material, and there's there's an anxiety that comes along with it, and a reluctance to sit down. Yeah. Um, it makes me want to like, think, like, like, what if I in- reinvented my entire, you know, stand-up 
persona. It's called evolution, Kev. Well, it's like, what if I became like a ventriloquist guy do and it. I had those dummies or something? Like, do I like, just totally went in a different direction. Do it. You know what I realized? I realized that I've got my impressions that I still, I still get to oh, do. Oh, that's great. So that's going to be a component of my... I'm going to do impressions. Okay. okay, that's good. That's something that people and You're an impressionist. Yeah, I'm going to do some impressions. Um, should we get over to our uh, thing here? Yeah. Speaking of Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Okay. Oh, I like this, Kev. <laughs> I got an idea just now. <laughs> we... Uh, we we came up with a topic that we liked. We've been we've been making little lists as yeah. we go along, and um, we could be gabbing all day long about our our shoot. But let's let's do a list. Let's do a list. Almost sometimes it's nice to talk. It is. It is. But we'll we can talk as we go along. Okay. Um, the list that we came up with, which uh, I love, I love this list. Uh, it's uh, most underrated movies. Sure. Most underrated movies. What's the topic? Movies that you. Maybe overlook movies that don't get their due. Uh, you know, movies that uh, are better than people give them credit for. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is it possible that there are movies that people do, they, they do give it credit, and yet you're like, they don't give it enough credit? Uh, you know, I, I, may, I, I thought about that as I was making up my list, and, um, you know, I think there's like a funny, you know, I'm sure... I, we might have ones on our respective lists that fall into that category. Where yeah. you, you know you're going to say movies like I think that gets a lot of do. Yeah, because there are a few movies that I'm looking at right now. I'm like, like people give it its due. Yeah, like there's one movie on here that shouldn't be on here. Uh huh. And because it's widely regarded as a classic. Yeah. And yet, when I think about it, if it's a classic, it might not need to be I, on here. Well, that's that's thing. why I'm asking okay. specifically for this movie because it's it's a classic, and yet. I think it's a masterpiece. And a lot of people will be like, no, it's widely regarded as a masterpiece. And I'm like, yeah, but I think it might be the all-time greatest film and should be acknowledged oh as such. Oh, boy. Okay. That doesn't mean it's my favorite because my, you know, my favorite is Jaws. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, what, like, this one is a fucking masterpiece. Okay. And they better give it its fucking due is what I'm, I'm saying. I'm sure they do if, they, if, they, if you're saying it. They is. do. I'm sure they do give it its due. Okay. Um, um, but I guess you know that'll be part of our discussion yeah. about whether you uh, something is legitimately underrated. Okay, let's get into this. Or if it is rated right where it needs to be rated. Let's get into this motherfucker. I'm, you know what? I gotta tell you, I miss the goddamn True Crew so fucking much. I sometimes. know, right? I know, right? All right, I'll start. Star Wars. Okay. No, just kidding. That's one of those ones. That's like the most ra- over. That's not overrated, but it's the most that was highly rated. Like a rated. That's a rated movie. That's that movie is rated. Yeah, it's not underrated. That it's movie rated. is rated. I, you know, I feel like uh, the generations have... have I don't want to talk about Star Wars. Okay, fuck Star Wars then, motherfucker. I am is, excited for the new Star Wars. This is not where it's all about. I am ex- for the first time, I, I will say this. I was not excited for any of yeah. 1, 2, and 3. I'm actually really excited for this one. I'm excited. I'm not going to get over-excited. I'm not going to get over-hyped. I'm going to keep my expectations low and then go in and enjoy myself. Okay. Yeah, just, uh, okay. you know, under-promise and hopefully right. over-deliver. Hope it, hope it delivers. Good, yeah. Let's get very pra- okay. pragmatic because, about this. Because uh, I've been through the, down this road before. Yeah, and I have back pain. And I have back pain. Yeah. I want to be swept okay, away. Okay, so what's your first one? All right, here, I'm going to go with a legitimate one that I like. Okay. That I, I think was criminally underrated. Okay. Like, criminally, in the last few years, like, shockingly wasn't nominated for any awards. Okay. Because I think it's the best movie in its particular year. Okay. Okay. Oh, are you okay. going to say Guardians of the Galaxy? No. no okay. That's that's not underrated. <laughs> okay. That is quite well rated. Okay. Okay. Uh I'm going to say Warrior. Okay. With Tom Hardy. Okay. And uh Joel Edgerton. Have you seen Warrior? I have seen Warrior. Uh 
I fucking loved that movie. I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was great. It had, you know, a badass element to it. The acting was phenomenal. The emotions were great. Mm-hmm. The story was great. Everything about it. Mm-hmm. Nick Nolte, Frank Grillo, all these guys who were in it, I thought were fucking amazing. Yeah. And I thought... I like that Frank Grillo, by the I way. I like him a lot. That guy's and, tough as fucking yeah, shit. He comes across, you know, like I, I... You know, it's one of those deals you get all the screeners, and I watched that screener, and that was the best... I thought it was the best movie of the year that yeah. year. Yeah. 2011. Yeah. And uh, didn't get nominated for anything. What did win that year? Do you remember? Yeah, I know it won that oh, year. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know it won that year. Okay, what won? Do you really want me to tell you? I do really want to tell you so I can rip it apart. Cause I, cause okay. You know what? I got your back. Let's do it. You ready? I got your back. The Artist. The French one? Yeah. That was that year. That one? Best picture? Yeah. Sacre bleu. Jean Dujardin, or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ugly Americans. <laughs> yeah, no. Here we go. But that's the year that movie won. Do you think the true crew over, like, across the pond in, uh, oh, well, we made fun of the French, so the, so the British, our British true crew is that I'll guy. make fun of the British, too. War Horse was also nominated. Oh, fuck, you that's hated Spielberg. I fucking hated that movie. That movie was a, he he, I hated that movie. Yeah, you really did. But that was, like, The Artist, War Horse, The Help, those kind of movies. And, like, the, and, like Warrior was better than all those movies. Yeah. I think the subject matter is what works against it. MMA? I, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it really is a Rocky kind of a I know, dude, but like, you story. know what? The fucking Academy is all fucked up. Rocky won Best Picture? It did win Best Picture. Yeah. But that was much more of a character study than it was a boxing movie. And, and I also think like... But this was more of a family story yeah. than it was an MMA movie. Yeah, but there was so much MMA in it. And you know? Tom Hardy kicks fucking ass. Dude, he's so brutal in that movie. He's so brutal. So brutal. I will tell you my only knock on it. Okay. I, I loved it. Yeah. And, and I thought the performances were great. That, I got choked up. That made me a fan of Joel Edgerton. Yeah. And uh, I thought Nick Nolte was great. And, uh, yeah. you know, Hardy was a fucking brute in that thing. And Frank Gorillo. Uh, <laughs> I really love that guy. Um, to me, it was only the coincidence of those guys, you know, going Getting against there. each other and, wi- and, yeah, sure. and winding up in the finals together. It was like, sure. Okay, that's the only thing. Two other, brothers, get yeah, you, you, you call them a little bullshit on that. I call it a little bullshit. I thought they handled it pretty well, though. Yeah, but that, that's the only, and you know what I'm talking about, so it's like, that's the only... Not I get of, that, but they had to do the Cain and Abel. They had to get there. I'm with you. They had to get there and fight each other. Yeah. And then, I won't, I won't say what happened. I won't spoiler alert it. But, yeah. You know. But, uh, but uh, yeah, great, great movie. But, I don't know. Great I, movie. I was shocked that no one got nominated for that movie. That movie didn't get nominated. I was shocked, because that year... I thought the movies were lame. Yeah. But going back to just like, the, you know, the subject of this podcast, it's not a movie that you hear a lot of people, even that year, being like, you know, it's a great one. It's I fucking, know. It's fucking Warrior. Why? Well, Is it me? No. You know, I, I honestly, I have this theory. I, I actually think that, uh, I, I actually think that women drive the, the box office. Yeah. Meaning that like, yeah, I mean, we know it in the industry. It's like four quadrants. Yeah. The four quadrants being young men, young women. Older men, older women, and by older in the uh, in quadrants, it means right. like twenty four to thirty. Oh, okay. That's, those are the old timers. That's all they care about <laughs> okay. in the movies. But okay. it's like it's movies you can go on a date to. Those are the ones that make the most. I guess money. so. Like the artist. I think a movie like uh, Warrior is something that ultimately might only appeal to guys. Maybe it's got so much emotion in it, though. I don't know. It's, it's got a lot of emotion emotional. in it. It's very emotional. I found myself very choked up. But I just mean on the surface, it's like it's called Warrior. Like that's. Yeah. I could imagine being like Warrior the Artist and, you know, not to sound sex or anything, but like your wife is, is like, I want to see the artist. It did win Best Picture. 
I tell you what, my wife, if she watched those two movies back to back, she would love the Warrior. I know, but that's more. the your your wife your wife goes to movies based on how attractive the the leading <laughs> male is. True. That's True. how she picks all her. She like she used to like Mike Mussina from the Yankees. Right, right, right. Because he read books. And Tom Hardy. Yeah. Warrior. Sure. That's my first one. Okay. Okay. I hope you appreciate that. I do. I do. I'm going back. I'm just going back to some fucking red meat. So yeah, yeah. I got plenty of red meat on here. I'm going back to one. That's just one I'm offended by. Okay, go. I'm back to one which you and I have talked about, which I think may be one of the most underrated and unknown movies of all time. Not that we don't promote it here on the Chew Crew. Yeah, on regularly. Chew, on what's our podcast? Chewing it. Yeah, chewing it. Uh, fuck Stone Cold. Mm. I mean, Stone Cold to me is. It's on my list. It's. It is such an underrated action movie. Yeah. And we've talked about it, but I don't give a shit. This yeah. is how much I, I love this movie. It's the Boz. Brian Bosworth as your lead actor. He's got an element of cheese mm-hmm. about him in that film. He's got a huge ducktail in the back. Yeah. And he was a cheesy dude, and but it works in the movie. It worked yeah, the, well, the cheese is, is, a, is, is part of the time period, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like he's playing a cheesy guy. Or he's no. Playing, I mean, he's playing a tough guy. He's a tough guy. His name's John Stone. Yeah, and he kicks John ass. John Stone is stone cold. Yeah, and he kicks ass. But but that's all part of it. So you watch the movie. It's called Stone Cold, and they're like, "This is John Stone." And you're like, "Oh, awesome! I love it when they have when their name is the title of the movie." Yeah, you know that's. But also that that's his um, that's his undercover name though. Right. Like his real name is John Huff. <laughs> what? That's right. And then uh, when he goes undercover, he takes the name John Stone. Yeah. He's Stone Cold because he's fucking tough. He's but like, Stone Cold. there are first of all, there's a great, there's great ass kicking in that movie. Great ass kicking all across the board. There are hilarious elements. Like there are gratuitous things in that movie. Absolutely. There are also gratuitous nudity. They're gratuitous nudity, but in the most ridiculous sense. Yes. That like you have to appreciate. Yes. You know, it's like they pan across the motorcycle compound, and all of a sudden, there's an outdoor shower with like ten supermodels <laughs> naked showering, <laughs> right, and then right. they keep going the motorcycle. Right. You know, it's like right. they're okay. all soaked up and wet and nude. Yeah, I mean the opening scene with the lizard. You know, well the opening scene where uh, right the guy's robbing the the supermarket. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to aisle five, and he's just what you know. I mean, they've been these guys been blasting, shotgunning up the supermarket. Sure, he's, he's shopping. Got, he's shopping. Yeah, and they're looking at him on the security camera, like, well, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> right. But he's gonna fucking solve. He's the problem. Stone Cold, bro. Yeah, and then like, uh, and then the plot twists. So there are great fucking great plot, plot twists. twists. There's more than one great plot twist in that movie. Uh, uh, additionally, they don't find themselves getting bogged down in a romance. No romance. No romance, which I like. No romance, and not one. Not one incredible villain, yeah. but an incredible villain Two. and an incredible sidekick. Yeah. And, and also the cast of crew around them, yeah. as we, as we uh, touched on with Lance Henriksen, the great Lance Henriksen, right. they didn't do what Sons of Anarchy, a wonderful television show, did and got actors. They, went, they just got real fucking bikers. Right. That movie, Authentic. That movie is fucking good. It is great. And I, um, you know, for guys who love action movies... Movies for guys for what is it? Yeah, movies for guys who like movies. Yeah, guys who like movies. Yeah. Um, but I went back and I looked and, to see who directed this guy. This guy Craig Baxley. Okay. And he's a second unit guy. Like you know we were talking about jo- uh, Scott Rogers a second yeah. ago. Basically, it's kind of like a, a he was a stunt man, and that's this is the way it works a lot of times. Your stunt man ends up shooting your second unit stuff, which be, he becomes the director of the action scenes essentially, and then a lot of these guys will step up to direct. Yeah. Movies, and so uh, we've worked with a few guys who have done that. But um, uh, this this, is, this guy was was one of those guys. Okay, he he was a stunt coordinator and, on tons of things, and then he stepped up to be. And the movie he made before this was another really fun movie to watch in the exact same vein. Okay, 
Do you know? I don't. You're going to be surprised when I tell you this. Okay. Uh, the movie he made before this was Action Jackson. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Which I is love a great Action movie. Action Jackson. Yeah. Carl Weathers. I love that. And Sharon Stone. And Sharon Stone. I love Action yeah. Jackson, dude. And so he did Action Jackson and Stone Cold. Pretty good. Damn, that's... By Craig Baxley. Na- and, uh, and titles with just two two names. Two names. The guy's name and then a word. No bullshit. A t- it's like a, a, a tough name and a tough uh, adjective. No bullshit. Stone Cold. Action Jackson. Right. I guess action is more of a... Action Jackson. Uh, okay. Yeah, Stone Cold. Great. Great one. Totally underrated. Totally Should underrated. be watched more and beloved more. Yeah. By people. Yeah. Okay, go. All right, I'm up. Should yeah. I go into the comedy world, or should I stay in this action-y world? I'm going to tell you something, Queen. Not only do I not give a fuck, yeah. but also, do whatever the fuck you want. But I don't give a fuck. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay in the action world. Okay, do it. This is in no particular order. You're, you know what you are? You're like the human version of the movie The Martian. Really? You tell me what's going to happen, <laughs> and then you show it, as opposed to just doing it. And just doing it? Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. I'll Sorry to people who haven't seen The Martian before. I'll do it. But I give that movie the finger. Go. <laughs> there, I just slammed it. Uh, I'm going to go The Rundown. Oh, motherfucker. I'm, so, I'm mad at myself now for, for not putting this thing on my list. Right. Peter Berg, directed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great cast. Got The Rock. Mm-hmm. Sean William Scott mm-hmm. and Christopher Walkins. Mm-hmm. Christopher Walkins? Christopher Walkins. Walkins. It's Christopher got that, uh, Sylvester Stallone's. Sylvester Stallone's. Sylvester Stallone's. Uh, but it's the one where, you know, The Rock has to go find the kid in the South American country and yeah. bring him back to his father or yeah. whatever it was. But it has probably the greatest opening scene in an action movie. I'm about to vomit at how awesome that opening that scene opening is. That opening scene, The Rock is sitting in his car, writing down a recipe, because he likes to cook. Yeah. He likes to cook. He likes to make some porcini mushrooms he's writing about. That's how he keeps his mind clear. And uh, he has to go in, and he has to um, is to get the ring from the uh, from a from a Super Bowl yeah, football he's, play, he co- quarterback. Collect, he's collecting the collateral. The guy owes money, right? And so he goes in there, and uh, the whole offensive line. Now, as he walks into the club, do you remember the cameo right there? Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he walks in the club. Schwarzenegger walks out and says, "Good luck." It was kind of like the passing of the torch. That's exactly that. Right. <clears throat> Schwarzenegger to the Rock. Yeah, <clears throat> and so the Rock goes in there and. Some great guys in that scene. Yeah. Our good buddy Jeff Chase. Sure, he was in the Slam of Was Sam. one of the guys. He's yeah. in the Slam of Sam. He's one of the offensive linemen. He's the guy who stuffs the steak in your mouth. <laughs> right. The overcooked uh, swordfish. Right. Yeah. And he's in the rundown as, as one of the offensive linemen protecting his quarterback. Yeah. And then the guy, Jamal Duff, who played for the Giants for a while. Um, and uh, he came in to audition for Slam of Sam, actually. I don't remember him. Okay, for the champ. Yeah, he came in a huge black guy and yeah. uh, former NFL player. You've seen him in many movies because he's one of those big, you know, t- intimidating guys. Yeah. But to his credit, uh, when he came in and auditioned, he was the guy who came in and actually tried to do the Mike Tyson accent. Okay. Like a lot of guys came in and auditioned for that part and just went straight up themselves, yeah. themselves or tough or whatever it was. This guy came in and tried to do it. And it didn't quite nail sure, it. Sure, but he went for it. But he went for it. I so respected that, that he did that. Yeah. But anyway... He's one of the guys because his fucking ass kicked well, by the Rock. Well, that's the the best thing is that the the Rock goes in there, yeah, and they do a stylized stylized thing like he looks around at the entire team, and, and he's like, it's the quarterback is who he's after, right? And then the whole offensive line is there, <laughs> right? But they do like a basically like a 
a game, a college game day type thing where they give everybody sure. stats. The like, stats go up, and it's like six eleven right yeah. guard, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, six foot eight left tackle, right, and uh, you know, and like three hundred pounds. And then you know they show the rock there. He sees all those guys, and he calls his, his, the guy up. He's like, "All right, hold on a second. He's here, but he's with the entire offensive line." <laughs> right. And they play that like he's a little scared. Sure. But then he's like, "I don't want to do that, man. They have a real chance to repeat this year." <laughs> yeah. And you're like, and I remember seeing that in the theater with you, and we're yeah. laughing our yeah. fucking asses yeah. off because yeah. he's like, really? "He's going to kick the shit out." of He's going to kick the shit out of them, right. and he's he worried. doesn't want to. He doesn't want to because he's he, a fan. He likes the team. He's a fan. They could repeat, right? They got another chance to do it all over again. And he right. goes, and those guys are fucking mass. And then it's like, and even then, they fucking cut to like two guys behind him right. who he didn't even see. And it's like, remember, like one dude like takes off like a fur coat or That's something? That's one of the Duff, there's, I think the Duff brothers, like there's the Jamal Duff and John. Jesus like, Christ. Takes the fucking thing off. Yeah. But so, yeah, and then that, that opening, so then there's a fucking great ass kicking scene. Right. But then all, all through, it's like there's great comedy, like there's... Yeah. There's, uh, there's some martial arts. There's, well, there's uh, that great fight scene with the little guys. Yeah, fuck that's great. a fucking great right. scene. Sean William Scott's hilarious. Hilarious. Christopher Walken's is hilarious. Walken's is great. He's great. Um, Rosario Dawson is Rosario in it. Rosario Dawson's in it. Um, uh, I always thought, and, and you know, I I, uh, I I think I don't think it's a it was a panned movie in any way, but I I, I don't think it's a, as no, it was, beloved as it should be. It was actually well regarded, but I suspect it made somewhere in like the fifty to sixty million dollar right. range, which is a shame because it was actually a fucking great movie. I I was so entertained by that movie, and yeah. there's so many great elements to it. Okay, and uh, so I'm gonna go run down. The rundown. Okay. I like what I'm hearing, Queen. Okay. I like what I'm hearing. All right. Um, I'm going to fucking change it all up here since we've okay. done all this action. Well, you know what? Actually, fuck it. I'm, a, I, I'm seeing something that I, I want to talk about. Here's a movie that is one of, the, one of my favorite movies. And I think for guys who like movies. Yeah. And girls who like movies. Guys for movies. Guys who like I, movies. I think a lot of people... You know, if you said that said this next movie to them, they'd be like, "Oh, it's a great movie. It's a great movie." But you know, widely, I think it somehow slipped through the cracks as maybe like a popcorn movie, or like I know it was one of those things where, like, you know, that phenomenon of uh, several studios will put out the exact same movie at yes. the exact same time, whether uh-huh. it was like the volcano movies that came right. out. Right. This one was one of them where there like there was a much more lauded uh, version of this movie that came out simultaneously. Okay. Uh, which I found jive-ass compared to this thing. But here's my movie. Okay. Tombstone. 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 Great. Okay. On your list? No. Do you think not. it's? Do you think it falls into the underrated? Uh, I don't. I think it's pretty well rated. It's pretty well rated. I don't think it's underrated. I I actually think it was better rated than uh, White Earp, which was the other one that came out at the same time. Yeah, White Earp. Came, Kevin Costner was like a yeah. three-hour, like a film filmic one. This thing is. I like, think it was better received than White Earp. Well, it should be. Yeah. Because this the cast thing, is fantastic. Tombstone, then maybe it's it, it, in historically it's not something that people go back and they're like, oh man, great western. Tombstone, yeah. maybe they do. I uh, I think they I think they do. I don't know. I think they. Well, do. you know, I'm going to give you the finger <laughs> because I want to talk about Tombstone today. <laughs> okay, Tombstone. I love Tombstone. It's fucking great. Paxton, come on, Pancake get, Paxton's in the it. whole cast. Sam Elliott's in it. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Un- Val Kilmer is fantastic. A lot of great bad guys. Oh my God! You've got uh, fucking uh, Michael. Uh, is it he, Michael uh, Beal or Michael Bean? Is. Bean, right? The guy from yeah, Terminator. He's a Johnny uh, something. Johnny yeah, yeah. Ringo. Yeah, 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 right. And then you've right. got uh, uh, Powers Booth. Oh. Then also you've got Powers a playing, Booth, playing, underrated uh, actor. Oh, great! He's great. Also, yeah. uh, another guy playing Ike Clayton hmm. is uh, 
the guy who was like one of the main tough guys in Avatar. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the, the bad guy. The bad guy. He got yeah, all jacked up for that movie. Yeah yeah, 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 the colonel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Ike Clayton. Okay, yep. Uh, it's weird, too, because it's like... He's all gross and sweaty in that movie. He's gross and sweaty and kind of yeah. chunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like when I was like, holy shit, like Lang, I think is his last name. Like Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah. That's exactly it. who it okay, is. you're right. Yeah. Uh, like, he got fucking ripped. Right. For, uh, for Avatar. For Avatar. But, uh, but anyway, uh, great cast, great performances. Great. Like Paxton is fucking great. Sam, I mean Sam Elliott's that mustache. It's like he mm-hmm. Val Kilmer. Yeah, as, as uh, Doc, Doc Holliday. Holliday. He's great. You know, I'll be a Huckleberry. I'm yeah. a Huckleberry. <laughs> great. And they call him Lunger because he's always coughing up blood. Yeah. But and he's like uh, hooked on opening. He's like pale. Yeah. Be great card player. He's a cheater. Mm-hmm. Fucking great movie. Love it. Yeah, and then even like some, I think like Jason Priestley's in that movie too. He, oh yeah, he's like a little uh, actor, a little bookish, a little pussy. Oh yeah, and then there's and then there's uh, isn't Billy Zane? Isn't Billy Zane an actor? Like, doesn't he play like a uh, maybe? Yeah, because at the end, Donna Delaney, she's riding out of town and he's dead. Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney. Right. Right. What I call it, Donna Delaney. Donna Delaney. <laughs> I went to high school with Donna Delaney. Uh, lost my virginity, Donna Delaney, <laughs> Irish girl. Uh, but remember, like, doesn't he get sh- Billy Zane gets shot or something? And, she, and she's like, he's the only person who's worth anything in this town. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. All I know is there's a lot of fucking dick in that movie. Dick? Yeah, like, you know, like Penises? fucking testosterone, oh, bro. Okay, okay. Like a Sam Elliott, a Kurt Russell, okay, Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah, okay. A lot of fucking big dicks in that movie. Okay, Kev. <laughs> Kev. Sorry. Come on, bro. Sorry. We've got sorry. female True Crew members. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, true crew sorry, true crew. sorry. Okay, anyway. All right. So. Our tombstone, great. Okay. okay. I love it. You kind of gave it the finger, but whatever. I didn't. I didn't give it the finger at all. Don't be so... Uh, okay. Don't be so insecure. Okay, I won't. I won't. Okay, okay go. go. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite movies of all time, Yeah, which I think is underrated in this director's um, resume. And I also think maybe, I mean, I, I think it's maybe his best movie. Okay. Which is a surprise to say. Okay. Uh, and um, I think certainly when it came out, it was way underrated. It has since, I think, gotten more... Uh, of the accolades that okay. it deserves of its of its proper its proper right. its due props. Uh, I'm going to say the King of Comedy. Okay, which I think is maybe De Niro's greatest movie. He's really fantastic and, in that movie. You know, maybe Scorsese's. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I mean, Raging Bull and Goodfellas and they're so epic. But like, fucking King of Comedy is just a great. Uh, movie with a great vibe to it. Well, it's you know I think I think you just hit the nail on the head. You're, I bet at the time it was very well received because it's a fucking great movie. I don't think it was. I mean, I think it was well received. What year is it? What year but is it was, it? Well, I'm not sure, but it, it, I think it was right after Raging Bull, right? So it had to be early '80s. Yes. Um, I mean, it's like you're talking and not, it was and not like '82, '83. I want to say, but maybe I'm wrong. Like Raging Bull, I think it was '81. 80 or 81, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's really a testament to Scorsese because, like, you think about the fact that the guy has not... Scorsese, Martin Scorsese has not let up one fucking... Oh, no, I know. You know, Wolf, Wolf Wall Street, Street loves it. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and you think about, like, I would say that, that was his heyday, but his heyday continues, but it's like, you know, people are like, oh, it's it's Mean Streets, it's Taxi Driver, it's Raging Bull, it's Goodfellas. Right. And in the middle of all that, You've got King, King Comedy, Comedy, which is funny and tragic, and like, 
Yeah. It's got a great New York feel to it. Well, by Jerry the, Lewis is phenomenal. By the way, it. Jerry Lewis is phenomenal. Sandra Bernhardt is in it. She's, she's great. funny as shit. And the other thing is, like, at that time, like, if you think about it, like, now we're used to De Niro with the Analyze This and the Parent. Uh, Hood. What are those movies? Meet he did? the parents. Meet the parents and all those he's movies. Pretty, he's pretty now. funny in those. He's pretty funny. I know that, but like, that wasn't him then. You know right. what I mean? Like, he's coming off Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, blah blah blah, and then he's Rupert Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. Pumpkin. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit! What a completely different character. What a funny as shit character. Yeah. That's not even close to Jake Lamada. No, and but but it was funny because uh, and, uh, you know I don't know I, I feel like you kind of told me this piece of information, but it, it was relevant because I remember uh, you know I went to the Lee Strasberg acting school, right? Where you know now he had studied with the actual Lee Strasberg, who was the near, you're talking about Bobby. I'm talking about Bobby. Yeah, Bobby, okay. Dustin, and uh, and Al, right? Studied with uh, with with uh, Lee Strasberg, and one of the things that we studied was his method was to identify with animals. Yeah. And pick like each role, like you know what, what animal is that character? You know what is he? And and De Niro studied the crab. Yeah, that was his. Uh, that was Rupert Pupkin. And the thing is, like, if you know that, and then you go back and and watch that movie, eighty two, and the way that manifests itself was that all his arms would work in symmetrically. Right. And so, like, there's. But he's also he he moves side to side. Yeah, that was the thing. He like you know he would pick different animals, but. For that movie, Rupert was a very side-to-side guy. Yeah. And if you watch it, thinking of it as a crab, it's really a funny thing to watch. And that's the best thing. It's like when he delivers jokes, there's there's one scene where it's so obvious. He delivers his jokes, and his arms literally are moving in crab-like fashion. And you're right. like, holy fucking shit, De Niro <laughs> is doing a crab. Right. It's one, of the, it's one of the many layers of that thing. But the bottom line is it's actually a great fucking movie. Jerry Lewis is fantastic in it. Rupert, Ru, or Rupert, Robert De Niro is fantastic in it. He's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, it, and uh, it has just a different... Uh, or it's really up to that point for Scorsese, you know, had a different kind of vibe, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it uh, also shows you what uh, what is so great about you know your greatest uh, talented people in Scorsese and De Niro is that what defines them is the ability to constantly be trying new stuff. Right. And that's certainly something that Scorsese has done with his direction. Like every movie, and it's it can be hit or miss. You know, you can you can watch the movies where it doesn't hit. Right, and those are the ones that you know won't do as well, but sometimes they do hit, and that's why every one of these movies is so fucking yeah. r- memorable. But think about this, okay? Here it is: Mean Streets, Godfather, Taxi Driver, Godfather Two, uh, Godfather, Deer Hunter, Raging Bull. Then he does King of Comedy, which is a completely different character from any of that stuff. Yeah, any of that stuff was De Niro. De Niro wasn't in Godfather. He was in Godfather Two. Godfather Two, I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was I was wondering if he had if they no on one of those new remixes no 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 um, but, uh, okay but anyway I I, uh, I always thought it was a super underrated film in the in the pantheon of Martin Scorsese Martin Scorsese movies. okay sure she's okay so that's uh, that's a good one that's a highly underrated movie to me okay Kim Conway here I've got one go I've got one this go. is, I'm I'm going comedy you're not even gonna see this one coming quick oh okay uh, a movie that just tickled me so... I laughed so fucking hard the first time I, I watched this movie. No one's going to expect this. Uh, and I recommend seeing it stoned, by the way. Okay. Dennis the Menace. What? Yep. Walter Matthau, dude. Okay. Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau and McCulkin or whatever? No, no. But it's the, it's the poor man's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> okay. It was Mason Gamble. <laughs> okay. Mason Gamble. Mason Gamble okay. played Dennis the Menace. He was a kid. They did a nationwide, they did a nationwide search for Dennis the Menace. 
He kid walked in in his audition. Yeah. And pulled out worms and fucking ate them. What? And they were like, "Oh my god!" People were so disgusted. They were like, "That we got." And he's now. What year uh, are now? How old are you when you first see this movie? Are you talking about you're a little kid, or you talking about dude? The movie came out like I think in the '80s, probably right. Dennis the Menace? No, no, I I bet it's '90s. Uh, Really? Yeah, look it up, Queen. Uh, Okay, and so you saw it in the movie theater? Did not see the movie theater. I thought I, I thought it. I saw it home. I had been smoking some pot. Okay, this is when. Uh, whenever it was out on like HBO or Cinemax or something, okay. probably like a year or two. Nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Okay, so this is probably like ninety four, ninety five. Okay, I remember being stoned and watching it and laughing my fucking ass off because Walter Matthau is one of the greatest comedic actors oh, no of all time. No question about that. Come on. And he is acting with this rotten little motherfucking kid. Right. It was just like, look, look it's I'm not I'm not. It's a precious movie. Yeah. It's definitely... I, I don't know if like John Hughes was involved in this movie, but it's like it's in the vein of like the Home Alones. Okay. And uh, and I just found it fucking hilarious. I laughed my ass off. It definitely falls into the category of like a movie where if I recommended it to you with your like scowly expression, I'd be sweating. I'd be not enjoying it at all. Okay. I, I probably probably would not end up on my most underrated movies no, list. that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a surprise. I'm okay. just saying. It's uh, it's one of those ones that I was like when I saw it, I was like, "Holy fucking shit, this movie's hilarious!" Right? How did it not do better? And uh, why do not people more see it? But it's like it's a gr- it's a great stoned movie that'll catch you by surprise if you're not expecting, if you're not thinking like, "Oh, Steve Lemmy from the Chewing It podcast says this is great." <laughs> if it just comes on, okay, you'll be fucking delighted. Okay, there we go. Okay, whatever. Don't you fucking give me all cat eyes. Okay, okay. See, that's the Chew Crew. What you can't see is that Heffernan nods. He's like, okay, okay, and then gives me the cat eyes, which means, you know. Well, I can't say that I've seen it, so I can't participate in that conversation. Well, you and know what, you should. Uh, it's um, you should with your kids. They'll, okay. They'd fucking love it. I bet Buck would love it. I he probably would. I should watch it with them. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna watch it with them and report back to you. Okay, do it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, a movie that we saw together. Uh, I'm going to go with Rockstar. Okay. Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Uh, this is like 2001, probably, 2002. Yeah. 2001, probably. Yeah. Wahlberg, Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. Dominic West, uh-huh. Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's the Judas Priest, Judas Priest story, right? Yeah. The Judas Priest story. It's like yeah. kind of like ripped from the headlines where uh, I think it was Rob Halford. Was it Rob Halford? Who, Rob Halford who they, came out of the They closet. dumped, and yeah. he came out of the closet, and they kind of, and they hired one of their fans to come be a singer for them for a little while. Yeah. And so they made this film uh, uh, from that, based on that. And um, I saw that in the movie theater. I think I saw it twice in the movie theater. I remember we saw it. Because I thought it was so... Like, first of all, they got all the kind of hair metal, you know, band stuff right. Yeah. Which I thought was great. Yeah. They got the humor right. Yeah. Uh, And I thought there were just some great performances in it. Yeah, it was. And funny. it was a much maligned movie. I feel like, but well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I fucking loved that movie. Yeah, I'm not going to go with you on this one. And yeah, and so like I remember loving it in the theater. We laughed yeah. our asses off. Particularly like uh, I remember the part where like they square off against the other cover right. band, and that's Tim- Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, yeah, and they're all wearing like the same outfits, and they are, they're each fighting their corresponding member. Yeah, and like and like who can who knows more about the band? Yeah, uh, uh, which you know. And then there was, you know, there was a, there was a cool element about it. Uh, you know, obviously it's a it's a, a guy achieving piece. his dream, and you know, yeah. And, uh, I ultimately don't think it like holds. Like I don't think it holds up. Like, have you watched it recently? 
uh, I mean, I've seen it since then. When it's yeah. like, it's one of the things like it's on. I'll be like, I'll, I'll be like, okay, all right, you know. And right. It's like I'll, I'll change the channel. Okay. That's the only thing. It's like I don't, uh, you know. I think it got its proper props. No, it definitely didn't because it, it got shit on hard. And uh, you had a great time in the movie theater watching it. Uh, don't point at me. You did though. I did. I had a great. Fi- I laughed out loud. And Part- it got panned. Though. I liked when the breasts were smushed up against the window. Mm-hmm. And uh, like. His brother, who's the cop, is like off duty, bro. Yeah, the, the brother's great. Yeah, um, Jennifer Aniston is good. She's good. Stephen Herrick was the guy who directed it. He directed another one of my favorite movies. Okay, do you know? Can you name it? No. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, that's an excellent movie. Yeah. That's an excellent movie. Uh, but anyway, I always thought uh, it got crapped on. I remember we talked to somebody. I remember we had, maybe we had somebody on the podcast or somebody we were talking about Rockstar. Mm-hmm. There was someone involved in it, maybe. Okay, and. Um, there was a, a, an ashamed feel to it, and I was like, "What? Oh, I mean, was it? Uh, why would that be the case? Because I think it's fucking great. I love was it, it Andy Dillon's stuntman? Did he work on that film? I don't know. I can't remember. Okay, okay. But uh, I loved that movie. Okay, okay. All right, great. Rockstar. Okay, Rockstar. Okay, here I've got one. Go. That I'm pretty sure you and I saw this together in the theater. Okay. As are many of the movies uh, in my life, Kev. Yeah. Um, and this one comes. This one, we saw a test screening of this. I think you probably now know what I'm, I'm going to see. Uh, Wachowski Brothers, Bound. Okay. I think Bound. I didn't go to that test screening. Oh, you didn't go to that test screening? No, because remember, uh, <laughs> that's a funny story. Okay. We were at the Promenade. Yeah. Right? In Santa Monica. Yes. And uh, we were all standing there. We are going to see movies. Yeah. And there was Bound was playing. Right. And we had a guy with us who I won't mention. I do remember this. That. I was so tired of hanging around with that okay. I didn't want to sit with a guy in a movie theater. Fuck, I'm dying to know who okay. it is. I can't remember who it is. Uh, I'm not going to say who Will it you is. you mouth it to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll write it down. Okay. But anyway, so this guy, I was so tired of being with him that... Um, okay, I can I can see it from here. Uh, yeah. that, okay. that I was like, oh, God damn it, I can't stand another minute with this guy. Yeah. And we were standing there just between movies. You don't want to be bound to him. Right. <laughs> and we're standing there between us. And, and so a group of people wanted to see Bound. Yeah. And then a group of people wanted to see um, That Thing You Do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, in my mind, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to choose That Thing You Do because this guy, he'll want to see the movie where there's some like lesbian yeah. fucking hot chick thing going. He'll go to that movie because of that. Yeah. He won't go to the more wholesome That Thing You Do. So I'm going to go to that. And then I chose that and then he chose that. Right. And so we went to the movies together. Yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I love that movie. I know. Hey, listen, it's not it's a bad It's a great movie. fucking movie. And, your boy, and, your boy. and I was so happy that I saw it. But I did not see Bound With You. I was. We were in the same theater area. Yeah. Okay. We were in the Third Street Promenade. Yeah. Okay. Because... So Bound, I remember they... Uh, have you seen Bound? I have seen Bound, yeah. So Bound, like, you know, they sold... I mean, they were like test screening. We're like, I don't know. And they were like, we we're like, what's it about? They're like, lesbians. And we're like... <laughs> right, okay, exactly. Okay, we'll go. That's why I thought all the dudes would be in on it. Yeah. And so, I'll go see a nice movie with Steve Yeah, so we got in. This yeah. the Wachowski brothers who did The mm-hmm. Matrix, later on went on to The Matrix. Um, and this was a, this was a, a white-knuckle, nail-biting thriller of a movie with uh you know with guys like i mean chris maloney's in that and joey pants is in that movie yeah yep. uh jennifer tilly's in that movie dean uh dina gershon gina gershon gina gershon <laughs> got him bad with names today. dina gershon went to, high school, went to high school with her uh lost my virginity <laughs> to her um but uh i mean it's a fucking nail biter it's yeah. a great movie and like it looks great the plot is great the suspense is great everything about it was great 
And it was funny because it's like we had the, you know, I mean, we talked about it in the test screening episode, like afterwards. They were like, you know, why did you, uh, what made you want to see this movie in the first place? And I, me being the fucking, this is why you, these test screenings, these, uh, these test screenings are such bullshit. Right. They're like, what made you want to see this movie in the first place? And I was honest. Lesbians. I, I wrote girl on girl action. <laughs> and they were like, what would make the movie better? And I wrote more girl on girl action. Sure, sure. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah, we've gotten plenty of those cards, aren't we? Yeah, we've gotten tons of those cards. You just disregard that. But anyway, a great movie. And uh, I think that it doesn't get its due. Um, it was one of those ones just, you know, slipped through the cracks and uh, yeah. ultimately got those guys recognized and got them the, the Matrix. But yeah. uh, I mean, that was a great stepping stone. For yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, great movie though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bound. All right. I'm going to go with another recent movie that I thought you know, I'll, I'll get away from the comedy and the, uh, but this was a great performance uh, that I thought was totally overlooked in award season. Okay. Because uh, I loved it and it, and it's a and it's a you know somewhat challenging movie to watch. I thought. Yeah. Uh, All is lost. Okay. The Robert Redford movie, okay. Uh, who our good friend Frank DeMarco was the yeah. was the DP on that, yeah. And I had interesting conversations with him about you know shooting that thing, but uh, uh, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it, it's the same movie as like Gravity. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like The Martian, sure, but it's better than both those movies. Yeah, it's you know a guy alone in trouble, using his ingenuity to to try to get yeah. himself out of trouble. And, um, you know, uh, unlike The Martian, this was a situation where they just rested on the face of Robert Redford. Like, yeah. he didn't, he said one word in the whole fucking movie. And that move, that word was? Fuck. Yeah. Now, here's the, here's, it's interesting because it's like, you watch The Martian, and The Martian is, I mean, the book is like this, but it's, that character's, his personality and his interaction with the people, it's like, that's what gets him by. It's yeah. a positive thing. In uh, Castaway with Tom Hanks, it's him like talking to himself, which is, and he does a great job. Yes. Um, and then in uh, same Gravity, like she's you know she's talking to Mission Control and George Clooney and Clune Dog, <laughs> yeah, which makes anything good. Uh, but uh, yeah. but that's the amazing thing about All Is Lost. He's not talking to anybody. They made it. They went more realistic. Yeah. He's and, cut off. And you're you are immersed into his situation. Yeah. More than the, all the other fucking other movies with all the bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's a bare bones, here's a guy's in trouble. And the other thing about it is, that guy's 80 years old. Yeah. I mean, when he made it, it was probably 79. 79 years old, that yeah. guy. Fucking 79 years old. Well, that's the cool thing, is that they opt to go for a guy, you know, it's like, he's older, he's out by himself, he gets himself into hot water. What's <laughs> right, up? right. Come on, Queen. You've got to get some jokes somewhere in this sure. motherfucker. I'm with you. So he's got himself. He's in over his head. <laughs> Hello, Hello. boys. Hello, Hello. <laughs> Come on. The king of comedy. Uh, but it's like he's, you know, it's like there's no makeup on him. Yeah. He's like pa- practically fucking purple from hypothermia. Yeah. And he still uh, looks great. He looks great, except for that fucking blonde hair of his. He's just I think the blonde hair looks right. The whole thing looks great. He has his, the, uh, you know... He has to act through that whole fucking thing without yeah. saying a oh, goddamn word. That's challenging, bro. And it's and he pulls it off. It's amazing. Yeah, he does. And uh, and to see him do that, like I remember talking to Frankie, like the script for that movie was like thirty pages long. Yeah, you know, because it's just a description of action. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, it's like uh, uh, there's no dialogue. You got to sell everything with your your face. With this. With this. Yeah. With this. With your fucking money maker. Yeah. 
listen, that that face has made a lot of money for a lot I know. of people. And it shows that, that that guy still, you know, has it and yeah. he's still he's still the man and yeah. hey, uh, he's got boatloads of talent. Hey, there you Hello. go. But for some reason, completely overlooked in the um awards season. Yeah. Completely shunned. Yeah, no, I mean, they just shipped him out to sea and Which, fucking say goodbye. Okay, Come on, why don't good. you throw a fucking he's punt? Good. He's why, good. Why don't you throw a punt? You want me to get in the boat with you? <laughs> okay, okay. Kind of close to my boatloads of money, but uh, whatever. No, not even close at all. Whatever, queen. Um, okay. So anyway, I thought it was criminally overlooked Okay. in the award season. Okay. Because uh, I thought it was fantastic and better than those other movies that have come out recently in the, with that same okay. man against the world. Kind of thing. Okay. All is lost. Okay. Robert Redford. All right. Good one. Good one. Okay. Go. Okay. Here, I've got one here. This was one at the time that I think, uh, I mean, I th- I, it was well-reviewed, certainly, and people who saw it enjoyed it, but I don't think enough people saw it, and I fucking love this movie. There's another random one here. Okay. Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Great. Okay. That's a great one. It's a fucking- Not on my list, but should be. But that was like, I remember seeing that movie, and I was yeah. like- I fucking I loved Jason Scott Lee, the guy who played the lead. Not yeah. to be confused with Jason Lee, but Jason Scott Jason Lee. Jason Scott Lee played Bruce Lee. Yeah, no relation. I've watched that movie recently. It's fucking great. It's uh, with my kids. It's a great movie. To me, that's that's one of those ones like Braveheart that that gets everyone going. Like you, it's a date movie. Yep. There's a great fucking love story in sure. that movie, but there's also yep. a ton of ass kicking. There's great ass kicking, fun ass kicking. Yeah, and you know like. Movie ass kicking and real life ass kicking and real life ass kicking and and, um, and also like a lot of times when you see biopics about people yeah is it biopics or biopics I like biopics okay. like biopics feels like a like a kind of procedure. glasses that you would wear or like or a procedure yeah. up your anus but it's a biography picture so I think biopic is the way biopic to, is the way to go but you see a lot of biopics where like the character the actor playing the character is actually not as charismatic as the real sure. life guy. Sure. I mean, they're obviously great-looking guys, but it's like, like for instance, Will Smith as Muhammad Ali. Right. Will Smith is one of the most char- charismatic actors alive. Yeah. But Muhammad Ali is untouchable. Sure. You know? I'll give you another one. Joe Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash. A, a great example. A great actor. A great performance. And a great performance. But when I see someone singing those songs, I want to see Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. Well, songs. you look at Johnny Cash, and like, Jesus, Johnny Cash is the motherfucking tough dude. He's the man. Yeah. So no offense to the actor, but that's just the way it is. No offense. To okay, the actor. so the Bruce Lee story, though, Bruce Lee you was, think he, he held his own. Well, you know what? He brought a new kind of charisma. Maybe it was the fact that he was an unknown. Yeah, but like he facially, you were like, I'm fucking buying right into this thing. Like, yeah. I like this dude. Like he he looks enough like him, mm-hmm. and like in his own way, the dude's body was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, but in a cool Bruce Lee kind of way. Yeah, a little, a little stockier than Bruce Lee. Yes, yes. and yes. Uh, a little more Hawaiian than Bruce Lee. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But they did a great job narratively of like combining those highlights of his life versus mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in the kind of uh, weaving it into the movie plots, and you know, it was a it's a great story they put together. Yeah, really great. Lauren, Lauren Holly, Holly was fantastic in that. Great. And also, I have to I have to say, and I just. I developed a little crush on uh, on the woman who played her her mother, a, an actress named M- Michael Learned. Oh yeah, sure. I, I developed the hots for her. Well, Michael Learned was from uh, the Waltons, right? Wasn't she the Waltons? Oh yeah, she sure was, wasn't yeah. she? It was Walton. But I was I didn't watch the Waltons. <laughs> Un-American. Anyway, uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. 
Great. It's a great love story. There's great action. Love it. Great movie. Great movie. You can watch it with your, your whole family. Yep. Okay. Should we keep rolling here? Let's roll. How, <laughs> long, right. how long have we been going? We're an hour in. Okay. Uh, we'll do a couple more. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a movie, another movie in a director's resume that has gotten a little bit shit on. But it is one of those movies I find when I like come across it, I stop and I watch it. Okay. You want to give me the director? Are you getting... Um, I could, but it'll totally give it away. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Jackie Brown. Okay, Quentin Tarantino. Okay, it was the movie that followed up, you know, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and there was a lot of expectations, and he went in a certain direction that he wanted to go in. Yeah, and I think it wasn't as re- received as well, uh, you know, which is hard to do anyway, coming off a movie like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, uh, but it it's a great movie with a. Unbelievable cast and yeah. great performances. De Niro and Sam Jackson, uh, Pam Greer, uh, Michael Keaton, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of people. And, Bridget Fonda. Uh, and uh, whenever I come across, I always stop and watch it because it is a fun. Uh, across cool 110th Street. Right. right. And I love that. was the first time I ever heard that song. I fucking loved it too. I know. Me too. Well, I remember we went to the, uh, or certainly Jay and I, I don't think you were with us. I didn't we went to there. the premiere in New York. Yeah. And saw it in the theater, and they gave out uh, to the whole crowd. They gave out like Kangol hats, you know, like the Sweet. Sam Jackson Kangol hats. Robert Forster in that movie. Robert Forster, yep. And so uh, we all had Kangol hats, and then we went to the party afterwards, and uh, and uh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it for the first time I saw it. Yeah, uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Did you Chris Tucker's in did it? Did you mention De Niro? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a, a young Chris Tucker in that in the in the beginning. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's true. It's like uh, of all of um, Tarantino's films, Jackie Brown is the one that people speak about the least. Yeah. And uh, I think it's great. It's a great movie. It's a great one. And a I great, don't know why they speak about the least. Maybe. I don't know. There's actually a great sex scene between De Niro and Bridget Fonda in that movie. Yeah. And uh, and then also something I thought was cool. I didn't realize it, but Michael Keaton was right. playing the same character that he played in uh, in Out of Time. Yeah. The Soderbergh. Uh, Elmore Leonard, right? Yeah, because it's all George the uh, Elmore Leonard universe. Yeah, but he play you know in that one he plays uh, Ray Jennifer uh, Lopez's boyfriend. Yeah, what's his name? Ray. Uh, I can't remember. Can't remember the last name. Yeah, but it's like that's when like her father Dennis Freena is like this guy's a fucking moron. Yeah, and then he shows up in Jackie Brown, a bigger a bigger role. Right. In Jackie Brown, he's so good in it. Yeah, uh, they're all good in it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good call. Queen. Love it. Underrated, I feel like it's a good call. It's a great movie. I might I might actually fucking. Watch that again. Okay, go. Okay, okay. So it's tough because we're getting to a. Um, I would like. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna stick with martial arts here. Okay, a movie that I I loved and we loved. Cause I think we saw it together in the theater. Yeah. Uh, that people just don't know about. Yeah. Is a movie called Ong Bak. Oh. Thai warrior. Oh man, that's a great movie. Starring a guy named Tony Ja. Yep. J A A. J-A-A. That, that was one. I don't even remember. The extra A is for ass kicking. Yeah, dog. The extra A is for hi-ya. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we got to that movie. How did we wind up seeing that? Was it one of the ones? Where, where, did we throw it into like a double down or a triple down? I think we may have. Someone turned us on to it, though, I thought. Right? So you got to go see this movie on Bach. Did Wags tell us to go see Maybe. it? Maybe. Wags is a big martial arts Dude runs up walls and shit. Bro. Oh, fuck. I just thought of a great. You know what? Uh... Can I double down? 
Ninja Assassin? Fuck yeah, dog. Is that on your list? <laughs> no. Oh not. my god, it just came it's to not. me. Yeah. Ninja Assassin, I feel even more st- Ninja Assassin is a great It's awesome. fucking martial arts catch you by surprise. Love movie. it. Popcorn flick. No bullshit. Uh cool, no like, pu- punches pulled. But cool like new effects that you haven't seen. Right. And just like and the and the star of that movie is uh, f- was uh, Rain. Rain. The dude's name is Rain. Yeah. With co- the Korean Justin Timberlake? Yeah, he's like a big pop star somewhere. Yeah. Korea or China? Korea? We should maybe pull back. Taiwan? Yeah. <laughs> we Why does it make us look like part? idiots? Yeah. yeah. I can look it up. It doesn't, you know, I mean. But. I think he's the Korean, the South Korean Justin Timberlake. <laughs> look, look. I thought he was the Indonesian Michael Jackson. No, that's Tony Ja from Ong Bak. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, so we're, we're doing a little double feature. Ong Bak Thai Warrior. up now, bro. Ong Bak Thai Warrior is more of like a gritty, just martial arts awesome like an entirely different kind of martial art remember like we'd never seen some of this shit yeah. we were like this is like this is one of the ones and this happens true crew uh when we go to movies together Pe- like we're we scream and the movie people are laughing at us at how into it we are we were screaming at how s- much people were kicking ass in this movie i watched it recently it holds up did you I, I, okay yeah i watched it with uh with t chad I have Ninja Assassin still on my okay. TV so Ninja here. Assassin caught us by surprise. We watched Rain is uh, is from South Korea. What's up? The South Korean Justin Timberlake, very charismatic guy. The movie's fucking great. There's great action, like great, like there's flashbacks. There, it's like it is popcorn. It's slightly like uh, over the top, um, effects and things like that. Yeah, like a, a touch gorier and bloodier, but like yeah. really a fun fucking movie. So that's that's a that's a good one. Okay. Um, I'm gonna throw one here in that uh, is in a series of movies, and uh, this was the I think this is the best one: Harry Potter and the <laughs> Harry uh, Potter Temple Four, of the Chamber of Secrets. Um, no, I'm gonna throw this one in. Uh, Blade Two. Okay, okay. Uh, not one, not which three. is the best of the Blade movies. Is that the one with Chris Christopher? Or he's in all of them? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is, it centers around him. What's the one, one where he says Norman Reedus? You're a cunt hair away. This from... one, that's okay. Blade Two. <laughs> okay, because you know who directed Blade Two. Is it uh, Chad Haxley? Who is no, it? no. Uh, this will surprise you. Maybe second unit this might surprise director you. Who directed of, Blade Two? And people don't, people don't realize they forget about this. And this guy is one of the great filmmakers uh, ever. And you should go back and watch Blade Two again because you know that he is the director now. I'm going to tell you he's the director, and he's he's one of our great directors of the modern day. Okay, I think. Okay, Francis Ford Coppola. No. Okay. Who? Guillermo del Toro. Okay, what up, Willie? What up, Willie of the Bull? <laughs> <laughs> Willie of the Bull. Yeah. Uh, but people forget that. Guillermo del Toro directed Blade 2. Really? Guillermo, if you take Guillermo and make it Willie, it's of the slang bull. for penis. Mm-hmm. So it means bull's dick. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Dick of the bull? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Blade 2. Blade 2, Norman Reedus. Okay. Norman Reedus is the guy in that one. All right, and um, we saw that in the theater together. We saw it in the theater together, and uh, it has a great feel to it because of Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, and uh, the other ones weren't directed by him, but uh, he directed that one. Now, what had he done at that point that got him that job? Because usually, if a foreign director has directed something, you know, like uh, that wins an award, and then they bring him over to you know to do a studio, an American studio picture. Well, let me tell you, Steve. Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, let me tell you what he's done. IMDb, he did at that point. I mean, you know, internet. certainly after that, he's done. Movies. 
some big motherfucking movies after Dave that. Pace. But uh, um, let me tell you, before Gear that, Coro, you know, he... Uh, William's Dick. Uh, 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 he had William of Kronos, the... Mimic, oh, Kronos, The Devil's was... Backbone, and then he made Blade Two, and then next he made Hellboy, okay, which is fucking Devil's great. Backbone, not a bad movie. And then he made Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. El Labyrinth de Pan. And, I, uh, you know, a couple of great movies the guy's made. But anyway. Okay, so Blade Two. Blade Two Had one of our Guillermo del Toro. That line that I said, the, you know, the, you're, like, what's, what's the line? You're a cunt away yeah. from a hillbilly heaven or something yeah, like that? Yeah, you're a cunt away from a hillbilly heaven. Still one of the great lines. A great line. We, still, we uh, talk about it all the time. Love it. Love it. Love it. Good ass kicking movie. Okay. Um, here is a movie that received its accolades. It may have even won a Best Picture. Okay. <laughs> or, or <laughs> So then it's not underrated. A best screenplay. We're doing underrated now, right? I know, but this is one of the ones that's like... You know what underrated means, right? It, yeah, it means that not enough people uh, appreciate how great it is. <laughs> okay, okay. And I think that is a movie called Sling Blade for me. Okay. Oh, boy, here we go. Here comes the cat, <laughs> I think. Uh, uh, I think it's rated right where it needs to be rated. I mean, it, <laughs> didn't he win an Oscar for it and everything? Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Put one, him on the map. Oscar. Maybe that's the Oscar that was that was won. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a good movie. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge Sling Blade guy. But. Oh, you see what I'm talking about? It's underrated. You should go see it. Again. Uh, underrated would be like, I know you're right. Everyone oh, no. should see it. No, that but that's is, not my reaction. No, my reaction is, if, yeah, I get. I, I know what you're saying. No, what it means is I'm the person who thinks it's underrated. And you're the person who needs to re-rate it. Oh, I don't. But I've seen own. it. I've already seen it before. Okay, well, maybe you should see it again. <laughs> All right, go. What, so. You got one? I don't think so. I don't want to shit on your. It's your. Thing. Oh, you it's, don't? I thought you'd love shitting on it. Well, I do actually. But yeah, uh, Sling Blade. Great performance from uh, from um, Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam is fantastic in, yeah. in it. There's yeah. the uh, the kid who I really like. Of course, I'm not going to get his name. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was the little kid, and he grew up to be. In, he was in Tokyo Drift. Lucas Black. Lucas Black. Yeah, he's love that guy. He's great in that. You know that yeah. like. Thing about him, how he got the part in that movie, yeah, was that uh, Billy Bob Thornton was looking at videos mm-hmm. of people, like people were submitting accents for him, yeah, and uh, the and kid's he, got an accent. He was, huh? The kid's got an accent. Yeah, well, Billy yeah. Bob Thornton was like, I need to have a deep Southern accent, yeah. And that kid, they were like, How about this kid's accent? And he was like, Holy shit, I love that accent. And they were like, I love the fucking kid too, right? And then that's there's a scene that where, where he's like. I like the way you talk. I like the way you talk. <laughs> With a little right. nod to that. Right. They both talk like each other. Sure. Anyway, boom. Boom. Sling okay. blade. Sling blade. Okay, I got you. I'm with you. I John Ritter's great in that fucking movie, too, sure. by the way. Sure, sure. Remember that he's in that movie? No, probably not. I do. Um, okay, go. A couple other underrated movies. Let's see. I'm going to go with another one in a kind of a, 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 a string of movies. Uh, for a director and an actor. Yeah. And there are a number of them that are more w- widely beloved than this one. Although I think this movie is well liked. Yeah. But I think it's better than some of those other ones that these guys have all done together. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to go... Uh, we saw it together. Okay. At the premiere. Okay. Is it? Are you going to say Hot Rod? No. Okay. Although I love Hot Rod. Hot Rod's I watched movie. it again recently. Uh, Step Brothers. Okay. I don't think Step Brothers is underrated. Well, I feel like it gets like shoved aside by like Talladega Nights and you know the the other kind of Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, you know Anchorman. I feel like it's shoved to the side mm. uh, for those movies, and I think it's I think it's better than Talladega Nights. I think uh, it's better than I think it's better than Anchorman and Talladega Nights. Yeah, and I uh, and I I feel like it gets forgotten in, in those kind of like Adam McKay, Will Ferrell movies. Okay, I don't know. 
I don't know. You don't think so? I, I certainly think you're right. I think Talladega Nights is the one that gets, of the of those three that we've named, is the yeah. one that gets the most attention. And, and Anchorman, I suppose, got sequelized. Um, but I feel like what like when I see, you know, when they're like, uh, your favorite movies. Yeah. That you'll see the image of, you know, of John C. Riley and, uh, and, and Will Ferrell, you know, with his hands on his shoulders. Like, sure. I, I feel like you'll see the Step Brothers poster. And I think people... Didn't, I thought, like, you know, in some of those, like, top ten movies of uh, of the 2000s. Yeah. I always feel like Step Brothers, or, like, the top 25, I feel like Step Brothers sometimes makes it into contention there. It does? I okay. think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like these other movies, like, like the other guys, you know? Like, a lot of these other movies got a lot more buzz than I think Step Brothers gets Step more Brothers. buzz than the other guys. Okay. You do? Yeah. Okay. In fact, the other guys is a movie that I think might be underrated, though. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a fun movie. There's some fucking great shit in that movie, including yeah. the supporting cast of Samuel Jackson and The Rock. Right. Are fucking great in that movie. Amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, Step Brothers. Yeah. What else you got? Okay, okay. We're Now we're, we're into a different... Now we're firing through now, because we're, uh, we're getting to the end of the... Oh, we're, we're, we had to wrap up soon. Okay. I think um, one of my favorite movies of all time, a comedy that... Uh, you know, I think people. I think people who love comedies love yeah. this movie, but I don't think it's widely regarded as any sort of success or something that anybody should see. But uh, Team America. Yeah, I, I wrote that down. I mean, I think, I think, I think, like within comedy circles, people are like, "Oh yeah, Team America is a great fucking movie." Right. If you're Matt Stone, Trey Parker fan, you're like, "Oh yeah, of course, Team America." Sure. But I think outside of that realm, yes. that there aren't. You know, it's like it's the puppet movie. People are like, oh, "I don't know." Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's. One of the funniest movies ever made. Yeah, but I, I bet when that movie came out, I bet there was a huge group of people that were like, oh, that looks stupid. Yeah, probably. And to me, that movie is fucking laugh out loud funny from beginning to end. Like, it's like vomit laugh. Oh, yeah. It's 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 like I'm going to die. I'm it's so. riotously funny. That yeah. Movie. It's, it's Un- especially the uncut version. Yeah. And the, uh, the songs and the, everything, just the concept of the puppets, the whole thing, everything about it is. Yeah. And yeah, I think. Given how funny it is, it probably is underrated in the realm of, of all-time great comedy movies. Yeah. And that might be because of the puppet thing. I don't know. Well, also, it's fucking there. Beyond that, like the dialogue, you know, it's like, yeah. and the voices, but like, you know, the scene, I mean, the scene where he's talking about the main character, I'm going to say his name is Gary, Okay, uh, is talking about how he lost his brother. Right. Because of his <laughs> acting. <laughs> right, right. And like, because, you know, he had the, the blueberries in his... In his pocket, or like he was acting, and then he fell into the into the <laughs> right the gorilla pit, the gorilla and his thing. brother came in to save him and got him out. But then he had berries in his pocket, and the gorilla's like you know tore him to shreds, and he yeah. he died because of his acting. Yeah, it's like it's just a fuck. That's a monologue to me. And then there was like the dick and the pussy and the asshole monologue in the bar. Sure, it's fucking it's great. Yeah, no, no, I, I think it's a phenomenal movie, and I you're right. I think it is underrated. Yeah, but I think also in the same vein. I, I wrote that down, Team America, and then I also wrote down Cannibal the Musical, mm. which, I don't know, I mean, like, we haven't watched it in probably 20 years, but that was a movie we watched regularly and fucking laughed hard at. Yeah. Uh, whether it holds up, I don't know, but I, I always thought that was underrated in, in the in the kind of, you know, resume of those guys. Well, it, it's funny because... It's a student mo- film, I mean, you know? That's a movie that's just not rated. Yeah. Because it's not seen by people. Right. Um, but I remember you and I watched it. We were at my house. Yeah. We were smoking yeah. some hot. Yeah. And we rewound the opening musical number. 
20 times. I was going to say 10. Yeah. If it's 20, I wouldn't be surprised. Sure. And it's always a shame because then it's like on the 20th one when you're like, okay, I finally didn't laugh as hard as I laughed the first 19 times. Right. And that makes me a little sad <laughs> because I, it's, this thing has been on such a hot streak. Right. Making me laugh so hard. Have a spadoinkle day, dude. Yeah. Have a spadoinkle day. This, no, I, this, I, I, you know, I feel like that is probably less appreciated than Team America and, and it should – you should at least appreciate where it is in the realm of the, those guys' career. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah. the first big thing they made. The yeah. other funny thing is like, you know, a couple times in that movie, you could hear them, they're doing voices that ultimately would turn out to be like Cartman. Yeah, and it predates, you know, South Park. So it's like, yeah. you know, that's the kind of cool thing about it, I feel like. You remember the opening song? The sky is blue <laughs> and all the trees are green. <laughs> mm-hmm. The sun is hot as a baked potato. <laughs> right. We were laughing our yeah. fucking ass. And then at the end of it, they all laugh and like fall over the... <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it's a great movie. I gotta watch that again. Oh, wait. that's No, that's a later scene. That was the fudge. That's the scene where they're like fudge eating fudge around the... The fudge packer scene around the <laughs> campfire and they're... Anyway. Great movie. Great. It's okay. great. So great. It's we, a great we movie. Gave those guys a double nod right we there. We agree. Uh, I'm going to go Cable Guy. (laughs) Cable Guy Guy is a movie that uh, literally got shit on when it came out. Yeah. Like, people hated that movie. Yeah. And I I saw it in the movie theater with Chandra Sekar, and we loved it. Yeah. We saw it more than once. We laughed our asses off. It was so fucking dark. Yeah. And I think think they wanted Jim Carrey to be Ace Ventura, but Jim Carrey was a super dark character in this. Yeah. Like legit and, dark. Yeah, and I Crazy. think that's the problem. Yeah. Well, that was that, that's why it was not well received. Everybody wanted oh, Jim Carrey, but the, uh, this was a much darker thing. Well, that's why, you know, historically and frankly empirically, tonal shifts are not often well received by people. I cite another underrated movie, Club Dread. Sure. Which was when people, the studio included, wanted another Super Troopers, yeah. and we went in a totally different direction. Right. And yeah, I think that's exactly the same. a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's the same. It's the same kind of thing. You're right. Yeah, uh, and that's people expected one thing and they got another, and that certainly was what the cable guy situation. Yeah, was. yeah. Uh, um, but I mean, I you know Ben Slower directed it, and I think just fucking loved it. Well, it's a, it's you know, it's like if if you're going to find a criticism of it, it's the movie is kind of it's it's one of those movies that you have to watch more than once. Yeah, I think for the most part to really. Sometimes with me, I have a thing where, like, I just have to see something and then accept it for what it is, and then I can go back and watch it again, and I'll love it. Right. But it's like, okay, yeah, I'm expecting one thing. I love this guy. He's totally big and broad and weird. Yeah. And then there's Matthew Broadwick, and he's playing it totally straight. Right. And that's like, it's like one's real and one's surreal and totally different than I've ever seen before. And it's like, what the fuck am I watching here? Yeah. But then after you after you have that, but so funny. There's so many great parts to it. You know? Yeah. It's now like, you go back and watch it. You're like, okay, now I know what the movie is, and now I'm gonna fucking watch, and I fucking love it. My my one knock on it is though the lisp thing. Like I, I have a problem with lisp characters. Yeah. I feel like it's like a choice. It's like a crutch choice. Sure. And he chose to make that character lispy. Yeah. Which whatever I get, I'm gonna do a funny voice. I get it. Yeah. Uh, if that had not been the case, I would have. You know, I feel better about it. But, mm, mm. but whatever. Mm. But I think Ben Stiller's fucking great. He he uh, also another uh, in the last five years. I thought uh, very underrated movie, uh, which was actually a, f- a bomb. Mm-hmm. Was uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Okay, I never saw. Did it. Did you see it recently? No. 
I think it's fucking great. Is it a screener? Do I have it at my house? Yeah, you might. I don't know. It's like two, three years ago. Yeah, but he directed it, and um, Ben Stiller directed it, and it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful looking movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the acting is great. The characters are great. There's a lot of great shit in it, mm-hmm. and uh, Sean Penn's in it. He's great, but uh, it got it, it got it bombed. I think it got, I think it got shit on a lot. I don't know. I'm not sure why. It's another one of those movies where it's like, why did this get shit on? I right. I watched it. and I thought it was a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. That was on my list also. Okay. okay. Two Ben Stiller directed movies. So you just, you just did a twofer. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm boy I'm right at the end of my list here. Here's one that I I think is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. I think a lot of people loved it. Yeah. I think when I say it, you'll be like, "What are you talking about? That's not underrated." But I think that everybody needs to love this movie. Oh. I actually here's actually I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say this actor is one of the most underrated actors that we've got. Oh. And I bet you know who I'm talking about now. Mm. Who do you think I'm talking about? Um Mel Gibson. No. No, <laughs> Kevin. This now this guy Brad Pitt. Okay. I think Troy? Not Troy. Okay. But that's a great movie. Okay. But Troy's underrated. one of the ones where I was like, this dude's fucking awesome now. Yeah, that that we got panned though. Yeah. But I, I loved who that I've movie. seen Troy. Like, I think we loved saw it twice it. in the movie theater yeah. together. Loved it. So, yes. It's a great fucking movie. Brad, but Brad Pitt is a guy who's done like so many fucking great movies and right. so many great roles. Mm-hmm. And No, the guy's got an amazing... He's got a great presence. He, he's, From mean, the time you saw him in Thelma Louise yeah. to, you know... To, to all now, like purple... To World War Z. Lift, uh, you know what I'm uh, saying, River runs through it and... Uh, <laughs> and uh, what's the one... Uh, the other one where he's the bro- Legends of the Fall, fucking great movie. Okay, okay, okay. but okay, Snatch, Snatch. Okay, Snatch to me is like, I feel like a lot of people love it. A lot of people know about this movie. It's an iconic looking poster, but yeah. like, people just don't automatically go to it. It's like, oh man, that's a fucking phenomenal movie. But that's a fucking phenomenal movie. Yeah, and Brad Pitt is fantastic. In he that is movie. great in it, and also introduced uh, us to Jason Statham. Jason Statham, yeah, who was like, he played a character named Turkish. Yeah. Who was like, I remember watching the movie, was like, he's actually the star of the movie. Yeah. The movie's about him, and it's like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? He's uh, some diver from, uh, yeah. he's a fucking diver. swimmer from the Olympic team oh, in Britain. A, anyway, so Snatch. Snatch, is, okay, uh, I like that. That was one of those movies that's hard to understand what they're saying. Yeah, but intentionally. <laughs> yeah. Intentionally. I like, know. he's, he's one of the pikeys, or the pikers yeah. is what they're called. Right, right, right. And right. Uh, interestingly, if we are bringing things full circle, the guy who plays his main pikey or piker sidekick in that thing, Tom Hardy? No. Mm-hmm. Is the guy who was the original lead singer of Steel Dragon in Rockstar. Oh, right. Okay, right. Who pulls off the wig. Sure. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but uh, just a phenomenal movie. And while we're sticking on Brad Pitt and we're double downing on everything, yeah. while everyone and their mother saw World War Z, yeah. I think World War Z is a fucking phenomenal movie. I like World War Z. That shit's dope. Well, I mean, it, it, it had been a much maligned, like, production. Mm-hmm. And everyone, you know... It was the movie that was falling apart, yeah. you know, and they had to go back and reshoot the whole ending, yeah, like for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, when I saw it, I I ultimately enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I liked it when World I saw War it. fucking awesome. World War Z. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. All on. right. One more. Okay. I got one more gratuitous one. Okay. Sky High. Okay. Okay. Super underrated movie. You know what? Yeah. It is underrated, but not by you. No, it's a it's a really good movie. The performances are great. It's funny. It's got a great cast that appeals to adults and kids. 
Yeah. It's got guys from the Kids in the Hall in there. It's got Bruce Campbell in it. It's got Kurt Russell. Yeah. And, uh, and Kevin Heffernan. And Kevin Heffernan. As but, Ron um, Wilson, bus driver. It was not... Uh, I Jim mean, Rash is in that? Linda Jim Carlini? Rash. Linda Carter. Linda Cardellini? No, Linda Carter. Oh. Who's the girl who plays the... Oh, no. It's uh, Mary... Uh, Elizabeth Winstead. Or yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, great cast. Great job putting that movie together by Mike Mitchell. And uh, uh, everyone who sees it loves it. They're always like, you know, that, that Sky High is a great movie. Yeah. But it had kind of fallen into the, you know, it's a it's a nondescript superheroes. You know, it's like not in the Marvel world or the DC sure, world. Sure, so Captain and, Fantastic. Yeah, Captain so it awesome. falls into that kind of like, you immediately think that's going to suck because it's not in one of those worlds. Yeah. And the reality is, it's it's got a great it's got great heart. It's it's well put together. Movie. Yeah, I remember. I mean, you used to. I owned it. I bought it. Yeah. And then you used to give me shit about not watching it forever. Right. And so finally, I watched it, and I was like. Actually, a good movie. Yeah, your and, kids, and your not, kids will not, like it. Your kids will like it. It's you know the problem is it's marketed as a kids movie. Yeah, but then when you well, see it's a it, Disney movie. Yeah, but yeah. then you see it, you're like, anyone can see this. It's movie. a family movie. It's a family movie. Yeah, and it's very good. And it still runs a lot on you know Disney Channel, and people are always saying you know how much they love it. So yeah, I, I think it's great. Yeah. Okay, that's my last underrated movie. Okay, I have my last one. This okay. one you're going to find so preposterous that I'm even saying. Okay. This is what I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't like that, Kevin. <laughs> That's not nice. It doesn't make me feel good about what I'm about to do here. Okay. How go. long have we been going? Almost an hour and a half. Okay. Well, go. then I'll keep it quick. Go. This is a movie that everybody it won an Oscar. <laughs> it's considered a classic. <laughs> it's considered a masterpiece. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, people still don't appreciate how fucking perfect it is. Okay. And that movie is The Godfather. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, that's a ridiculous thing to say. It is. That's like me saying Star Wars. It is. No, no, but like, what I mean is... It like, is revered as one of the greatest movies ever to be made. Like, top ten here's ever what, to here's be made. Here's just what I'm going to say to you. Here's okay. what I'm going to say to you. Okay. I was in a restaurant in New York City one time, like a big Brazilian restaurant with like the shit on the meat, like the, sh- the stuff that gives the sure. ladies diarrhea and bridesmaids. By the way, Bridesmaids, <laughs> fucking great movie. Yeah. Good. I just saw it the other day. Fucking great. Good. It's even better. Good. And I'm mad. I'm so mad. It's even better. Yeah, it's better. It's even better than the shrimp scampi of the Olive right. Garden. Right. And, uh, but, okay. But uh, I was at one of these big Brazilian places. It was like packed. It was somebody's birthday party, like a party of 18. There's like a million parties of 18 around there. Right. Loud fucking place. The Godfather's on TV without any sound. There's music. There's like fucking samba music playing <laughs> right. and shit. And the Godfather's right. on TV. And people just keep watching it. Everyone's like, gets that's the scene where Michael's going to fucking shoot the police chief. Right. And. The entire fucking restaurant is just the way it was. It was like a big, like the entire restaurant is looking up at the TV screen. They turned off the music and turned up the volume on the TV set. There's like right. 400 people in this restaurant. Right. Everyone stopped to watch the entire scene where Michael is eating dinner with Salazzo right. and the police chief. Right. Michael goes in. He goes. Pacino goes in the bathroom. Gets the gun. Comes out. Shoots him in the head. Fucking drops the gun and, and walks, walks out. out. The entire restaurant cheered. Right. And then. Dong, dong, dong. Then the Samba music came back on. But that's like a that's a that's a perfect example of a movie that's not underrated. Yeah, but that like, happen with you're Star in Wars. a you're in a room of four hundred randos at a Brazilian restaurant, and they all know that scene. And what I'm saying is, that's how fucking perfect it is. <laughs> okay, well, I think that that your story reveals that it was perfect, and that it is not underrated. It's, Does your it's, daughter uh, have any interest in seeing The Godfather? Uh, she's thirteen years old. She okay, has she seen Star Wars? Yes. Okay, so. In this household of yours, The Godfather is underrated. I won't have it any different, Queen. The Godfather is a rated R adult movie, and Star Wars is a family movie. You're a pussy. Sorry, sorry. True crew ladies, I apologize. 
I did not mean to uh, suggest that. Yeah, Kevin, why do you got to get all that? Why do you I don't go know. There? I got all cranky. Why My back hurts. How's that? Okay, that's How's fine. That? Um, all right. I you know I have. Uh, I mean, I think that's good. I think I'm that's, done. I think we're done. Yeah. You know, uh, there's always more, but that's it. Yeah, people are bored as shit by now. Oh my god, the people, true crew's not even listening anymore. No, they're like Jesus Christ. These guys are going on and on. They about tuned nothing. out. They're like, how about some laughs, Heffernan? And that's what they're saying. Yeah, they tuned out long ago. They're like, Kevin, why does Steve always tell the jokes? Why don't you tell some jokes? Tell us a joke, Kev. I don't know. Is Kevin supposed to be funny? Where's Kevin, know. the straight man in this thing? Why is Steve always just bullshitting and Kevin just powers through the information? Why, like, Do an what? ad, Kev. Would you? Is there something funny about these Do guys? An ad. I don't even. Oh know. wait. Oh fuck. I can't even. I, I got under the house and fucking sealed up a hole where a possum had been sneaking into our house and into our cupboards. Oh, brother. I had to go under the house, like, and do, literally I had, like, a foot of space. I was down there for 45 minutes. Right. Drilling into the side of the house, bolting it. I cut uh, chicken wire in, in the arrangement of, like, the planks of wood that it was wow. going to go between. I fucking sealed that that's shit big, That's big shit for you, Lemmy. Dude, I'm a fucking handyman. Did your wife like come on, crawl no, under there and did. make love to you no, in did. the crawl space? Dude. She was so excited. She lo- when I get handy like that, I was like, she was like, had had to go down there, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, go check it out. And she went out there. She was like, holy shit, that shit's tight. Holy like, shit, no, f- no possum getting in our cupboards. There's no possum coming in there. And how about a little possum? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. She loves when I get handy. I know. You wear your tool tool belt when you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to chew some possum stew on the way out A little chili con possum Yeah, okay, let's do that Um. Alright, thank you everybody Thank you Chew Crew Thanks Chew Crew We'll talk to you next week Now leaving Nerdist.com Nerdist.com